BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and on this episode we have a fun one. We have Ryan Koch and we have Tech is on here with us too. But so yeah, Ryan, um, Tell us a little bit about you so the listeners know who we're talking to. Um, my name is Ryan Kosh. Uh, I am a OCR racer from British Columbia, Canada. I am a Spartan SGX coach and obstacle specialist. I run an OCR training uh, coaching program out of Swanson Mountain Fitness uh, locally here in BC, but I've also moved forward with uh, starting Swanson Grit, which is a endurance platform somewhat similar to what a hurricane heat or a go rock program would be um, or mm-hmm. three elements uh firefighter fit things like that i don't know i'm just a regular joe that likes to get out on the weekends and do some crazy things same as you guys like all of us so and for the listeners that know fick is on here with us he's he's training or something i don't know what he's doing but i think he just likes to be a voyeur and listen but uh so say hi fick that was your cue did we lose him already? We might have lost him. No, I'm back. Sorry. Nat, there we go. Computers. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. This is the IT guy. <laughs> I can't figure out his computer. So just, just want to make sure that, yeah, that's I'm, out there. I am like so. a mechanic that never works on his own car because he's yeah. sick and tired yeah. of working on cars by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so Ryan, you'd mentioned the the endurance side. What what kind of stuff do you have coming up with the endurance? I know you you have a couple events, don't you? Yeah, so about a year and a bit ago, a few things changed in the dirt endurance world, and a few people left certain positions. And uh, mm-hmm. friends of mine and stuff like that. And we were looking at uh, the fact that we run a gym here locally in Armstrong, and our our business partner in the gym has a substantially large. Uh, parcel of land, we'll just say hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres uh, that we have available to us um, to be used. And we started talking first off about creating uh, an OCR, like a, an actual permanent OCR uh, training facility there on the property and then uh, opening up into racing and such. But when these changes were made in the endurance world, uh, it kind of became an idea of mine to bring out some of the big names or, you know, as everybody likes to call them, legends or things like that, um, locally into the area, uh, well, BC and even the West Coast doesn't have very many endurance events, if you were to look at that from a Canadian side compared to mm-hmm. the East Coast of Canada. And one of the biggest problems that you have when you're trying to do something like that is a venue and insurance involved with a yeah. venue and what they may want from you. Well, having a business partner that owns the property makes it pretty easy to do. Um, now, for that, uh, it originally started with talking with Stefan uh, Cook, so Cookie, as everybody knows him, and uh, getting him to come out and Chris Stewie, um, and it's snowballed into, uh, we now have Rob Barger uh, coming out to work with us, and I've got a few more names that I'm going to keep tight-lipped about right now. Is It's not 100% confirmed, but uh, we'll have some more people coming out to work with us as well. The idea was, you know, Everybody heard about uh, Mega or Make Endurance Great Again. And that was kind of the mm-hmm. idea about uh, the corporate constraints that were starting to be put on 
people leading events uh, where, you know, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No, that's not part of what we want done. Whereas we have the freedom to basically do whatever we want. We can have a lot of fun. We can make it hard. We can make it easy. We can make it enjoyable um, and make it back to what it was supposed to be when it was grassroots because we have full control of it. Um, So going forward on that, uh, we were going to launch last year and I got asked to go work with Spartan Canada uh, by my good friend Johnny Waite. So I've pulled off on starting our own for last year. Um, But we are firing up our first event locally here on February 29th. It's called Fire and Ice. It uh, will be a winter event. Everybody kept bugging all the race brands to do a West Coast winter event, and nobody was going for it, so we're doing that. Uh, they knew what they were asking, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I'm from Canada, so I know. <laughs> I think so. I mean, right now it's not too bad. We were only about minus five or six at night Celsius. Uh, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit off the top of my head, but and there's about... Mm-hmm six inches of snow or so off of the property, but it's very early in the year. Um, so we're, we um, are teamed up with Kuehl uh, um, from Firefighter Fit Endurance and Three Elements, along with uh, Beast Endurance and Epic Series, along with some of the Swamp. I don't think I forgot anyone. I hope I didn't. I don't have notes here of who all is involved, but uh, with Sajta Endurance Series, uh, which is a basically a, we're all working together for a greater good. And if you go do one of everybody's events, there's medals that interlock and you know, a T-shirt and branding all together for uh, an endurance series. Um, so there's that coming forward as well. Um, I should mention February 29th is uh, Stefan Cook or Cookie will be here and Rob Barger will be here running the program with me. Um, no, that sounds good fun. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, we've got uh, a lot of interesting ideas for everybody to go through. The first uh, first phase of it is 68 hours of uh, a team building program. So not too much unlike what you would see at uh, like a four-hour hurricane. Um, but it will be the Sagittarius program. Uh, so there will be a certain portion of it that you will do at that event that you would see at every one of the Sagittarius uh, events to get your Sagittarius portion. Uh, when people finish that event, those that are willing to go a little bit farther will be up against an individual portion that is another 12 to 14 hours long. I say 12 to 14 because we have a whole bunch of things that they need to do, and they're going to go do them, and they're going to do all of them, and that's the plan. Um, one thing with the extended program is anybody that's in that will be taking on uh, additional ruck weight the entire event, We've gone away from the idea of a set rut weight or set ruck weight for male to female, and we're using a platform idea of 20% of body weight. So mm-hmm. if you are 200 pounds, Ooh, you will have I like pounds. that. Um, we felt it levels the playing field a little bit more. As you can imagine, uh, a man that's 130 pounds versus a man that's 240 pounds, each one of them carrying 30 pounds is a little different, same as... 20 pounds for women that's typically used in another endurance series. So, um, that was going to say, because I've seen that in other events and stuff, and you you hear a lot of times, I know a lot of the females that I run with, they won't do the female, you know, weights because they're like, they don't work for me. They're like, to me, it's not female and male, it's heavier or or light. And I agree with that because there's things like me at two, you know, I'm 250 plus. 
but I can lift, you know, I can lift my body weight. I can, you know, bench my body weight plus and everything else. And a lot of times someone who's 130 pounds isn't going to be able to lift what I can lift. So it's cool to hear somebody use a a percentage of their own weight. So it's, it's designed to the person, not just saying, okay, if you're a man, you should be manly and be able to lift this hundred pounds. You know, I like that. It's, um, you know, we're not, I do have a plus or minus percentage on it, right? We're not going to be, oh, you're 202 pounds and your ruck should have been X number. We, I do have a plus or minus for where the ruck's supposed to be, but we do want it very close to that weight. And it, and it is to level it, right? It's, it's to make it what it should be. You know, it should be challenging. It shouldn't be, you know, it should be a bit of a struggle. And, uh, another part of it too, that we thought was a great element, um, of this was those that are doing the extended program. So they'll be facing upwards of 18 plus hours. They'll be under that ruck the whole time. So even during the six to eight hour team portion, when anybody that's only doing that is, has no additional ruck weight, they will have their ruck weight for that, which uh, we feel like is another great dynamic because it'll play onto whether people that are there for the team portion only will be wanting to take some weight off of those people at certain times if it's available to be done. So if we allow them to yeah. switch rocks, if they want to do that, they can. So yeah, so that's one of the, the fun things that we're going to be doing for that. I can't elaborate on a lot of it because we want it to stay fairly tight lipped, but uh, it will yeah. be winter. It will be as cold as it is. Who knows? I don't even know how cold it's going to be. It's been minus 20 before. It's been plus five before at that time of the year. So, yeah. Um, then we, we have a few more coming this year. We've got one later on in May and one on July 4th and one at the end of October. Um, same sort of ideas. Uh, the May event is uh, a six to eight hour Sagita platform called Discovery. And then those people mm-hmm. that feel like uh, going forward for a little longer, I'll see about another six hours uh, at an event we've coined Destruction. And on July 4th, we have... Uh, the Sagita platform to start with. Uh, that one's going to be called Grind. And then we have another 16 plus hours, which is called Independence. It's July 4th. So we figured that was a, a good name to use. And that'll be, for those doing the full program, they're going to see definitely more than 24 hours to complete that. That's going to be a big event. We've got a lot planned for that. And at the end of October, uh, that is our Octagon and Octane. And Octagon will be the team Sagita event Octane will have an OCR element to it. So I won't elaborate too much, but it will have some sort of an OCR rate built into the last six to eight hours of that program. You mentioned 24 hours. Is this 24 hours consecutive or is there downtime during this or are the athletes under momentum the whole 24 hours? They won't be under momentum the full 24 hours, but they'll be challenged for 24 hours. So, I mean... If you complete a challenge and there's 10 minutes left in the time hack, so to speak, you'll have 10 minutes of downtime. Um, <laughs> but not an hour, two hours. It's, it's not, pretty Not an hour, Got it. two hours. Got it. Um, but, you know, it won't be, I don't want to make it sound like it's going to be 24 hours of straight running. You're going to be sprinting and moving with weight. But, you know, we'll be moving. We'll be progressing through the platform and through the program and, and doing things. Some of it will be mental challenges. Um, some of it will be physical, some of it may be memorization. Uh, so it it won't all be, okay, you're going to do 24 hours straight of PT. 
Like it's not going to be selection for 24 hours, but it has some pretty good elements to it. It it will be challenging, but I I believe it's something anybody can complete if if you put your mind to it, you can finish it. Um, but you got to be willing to put your mind into it, which I think is the most important part of going into an endurance event is challenging your mind. You've mentioned the Sagitta name quite a few times. Can you explain what that is exactly? So Sagitta was a idea that Kuehl came up with. Um, I'm sure everybody knows who Kuehl is. He's done a few things with endurance. Um, And what it is is a way for a bunch of brands, um, so being us at Swanson Grit, Beast Endurance, Firefighter Fit Endurance, um, Summit to Swamp, Epic Series, Three Elements, to work together as a cohesive unit. Um, So how that'll work is there's six events, but you need, or six brands, but you need to attend one event from five of those brands. Now, what that'll do is, so if you finish, come up and you do our event in February, per se. You finish ours, you register with uh, Sagita Series, you go and you complete, um, let's say, Ghost in March. Now you're registered as somebody that's competing in the Sagita Endurance Series. You go and you finish your three more events, you now have five medals that interlock, and you're in for competing in the championship, which I shouldn't really speak to because I don't know a lot about it, but Kuehl has a championship planned for the Sagittacy uh, later on. So it's a, it's a pretty interesting thing. I would definitely suggest getting Kuehl on to talk about it in more depth. We were just brought on as one of the partners, but it is his, his brainchild and his baby. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of information. I know that there's a whole bunch more coming out in the next couple of weeks um, for release. Excellent. And uh, I was looking it up on the the internet a bit there and just kind of checking it out, but uh, just kind of wanted to make sure that I knew what it was and everyone out there that may not have heard of it, what it exactly was. Um, I love the idea of interlocking metals. I am a metal whore. That's probably the only reason I go out. Yes, you are. <laughs> well, I know I'm, I like metals, but you know, the, the rest of it's probably totally true as well. Um uh, but yeah, that that just sounds awesome. Like I know that uh, like Ragnar has done stuff like that as well, where like you know you have to do a couple different ones and then you can put them together and they interlock. And um, I don't know, uh, there's a few other races that have done the same thing. Um, the Syndicate series, well, it's like another one. Spartan does it with their trifecta, but I mean this yeah. is really cool because we're not. It's not one race series saying, hey, if you do all, pay us, uh, give us all your money and do all of our stuff, then they'll all interlock. This is saying, hey, if you go to these different, there's, you know, five or six of us that are different, you know, companies working together. This is a community. It's not a company saying, hey, spend money with us. This is a community saying, we need to build each other up. Yeah, and the the community has, like, you know, with these guidelines that, you know, we want you to stick to, but each one of the events are, are going to have their own twists and takes of the event itself. Like you said, it's not like going to three different distances of a Spartan. You, you know what you're going to come up with. The, 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 you know, they're, they're all the same stuff, you know, all, all the same obstacles that you're going to see, right? Where, yeah, you may see a few of the same things in between a bunch of these, but it's totally going to be, you know, different. So. Well, that sounds awesome. To comment towards that too, you're going to see a lot of different elements via the people that are leading the events mm-hmm. as well. So you'll see different the events are are structured different ways. Like you said, it's not just a different length. 
as in a trifecta. A trifecta is tons of fun to go out and do, but we all know what you're going to get, right? You're going to go out and you're going to do X number of lengths, X number of obstacles, going to be about this. Um, whereas this, you know, you're going to go do something that one person came up with in one area of the country and go do that one in another area of the country and something else crazy got thought up. It's got a different dynamic that way. It's, it's a lot more fun than going and seeing thing all the time. Yeah, according to the event calendar, there's like 24 different ones so far that I can see here. So, so far, uh, I do know that uh, there's some other stuff coming. As well. I won't say much. keep your ear to the ground because there's going to be some more big announcements as well. Confirmed. Yeah, which is awesome because it's well, what's cool too about it is like you're saying, I mean, it's everyone's brainchild. It's, you know, you mentioned it earlier in that when you were talking, Ryan, about how. And corporate came down on a lot of these endurance events and said, okay, this is what this, they made it a cookie cutter. Instead of giving the people who are running it, the, the freedom to do what they wanted. And I think this kind of thing, the, the sad is cool because it's multiple people with multiple ideas and multiple brain power to come up with their completely different ideas. You're going to go do a, you know, one of your events and it's going to be, your brainchild, your your thoughts, and your idea of how it's going to be, and then you go to Kuehl's, and it's going to be something different, you know. And then you have you know Cookie coming up with yours, and he's going to have something different. And I think it's amazing, you know. And then anything with the Beats Endurance with Adam and all that, Adam's going to have a different take on what endurance should be. You know, I've been talking to him about some of the stuff he's had on the last couple of endurance things for Beats Endurance, and he's kind of got this choose-your-own-adventure thing he's been going on that's been amazing. So, I mean, it's it's amazing to see so many different things. So we're not seeing the same cookie-cutter event over and over again, just in different locations. That's 100% it. And, like, with Sajda, the only major overlapping thing that you will see will be the Sagita PT. So there is one one special segment of PT that was developed that you will complete at every single event. And that is the Sagita portion of it. So no matter where you go, mm-hmm. you will complete that PT at one of the events. Or I should say at, at all okay. of the events that you that you complete, you will do that. And that's the only cookie cutter part of it, um, so to speak. That's awesome. That is amazing. How long have you been doing this now, Ryan? Uh, myself, my first race was uh, June of 2013. Started in Spartan, like pretty much everybody. Yep. It, uh, my cousin was doing Tough Mudder in Spartan a little bit before me. Um, had some health concerns, and that kind of drove him towards doing some different stuff, dragon boat racing, and found OCR, and kind of dragged me into it. Bugged me for about a year. He's like, you're going to love it. you got to come down to, to Vancouver and try it out. So I went down to Mount Seymour. Uh, sprint in 2013 and we got to very first mile of the entire event was knee deep snow and we had shorts and no shirts we weren't prepared with regular runners but we had a blast and uh, I was hooked right after that completely hooked into that um, <laughs> like everybody pretty much <laughs> yeah how'd you get the uh, the nickname the general <laughs> that's a, a long story actually it was uh <laughs> It was a nickname we gave my dad a long time ago uh, in our family business. Very direct with how things should be and kind of just over time uh, got dropped down onto me. Well, his was an old apprentice of ours, nicknamed him General Jare Bear. And uh, and eventually it just got dropped down onto me as a general and it kind of stuck. I've always been very regimented, or regimented, sorry, um, 
in my work life. Um, we run a construction company and uh, very to the point and specific and, you know, we're doing this, 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 and this today and that's what we need to get done and we're going to get it done. And it's kind of always stuck with me that way. That's where it comes from. It's not a military background or anything else, but that's why it's always stuck. What, uh, what made you decide to kind of push into the endurance side of things and start creating your own races? Um, well, part of it um, started, uh, let's see here. Um, I'm going to go back to probably 2017 Sun Peaks. <laughs> I did that one. The Challenger yep. section. Yeah, the um, uh, the crawling up the side of the mountain. Yeah, and I like I mean, I'm friends with Johnny. I I know how his mind works and um, you know, he he threw a doozy at everybody there and you know, he watched everybody struggle up that hill and by the ten time they got to the top, like I mean, a lot of people had a hate on for him, but you know, you also had a love on for him because you finished that. It was hard, it was pushy past your limits and um I, I took a friend of mine that has some health concerns through that event, and we were out there for a really long time, a lot longer than I was planning on being out there for, and it, it actually took its toll on me just being out there for so long. And um, I got to the end of the race, and I kind of decided myself that, hey, you know what, I would I would love to design races one day um, and or be on the, on the other side of things and uh, work with design or, or work with building uh, the events and things like that. I kind of put that on the back burner and went into the 2018 season, uh, a pretty major season planned, hurt my foot early on and refused to um, go to the doctor because I didn't want him to tell me that I should stop racing for the season. You <laughs> and, wouldn't have uh, listened to him anyways. Well, probably not, but you know. Uh, but you didn't want we to never hear do. it. <laughs> the, the missus may have, have cracked. Yeah, so you didn't want to even hear it, doctor. right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. So I... I uh, had injured my foot, but not enough to stop me from racing. And um, I went out to the hurricane heat, uh, the 12 hour out in Calabogie, just of Canada. And my foot actually separated on me there. Break separated clean. And I uh, went through quite a long time at that event. Um, I finished it in a lot of pain. Uh, Jonathan Redmond was uh, along the way with me pretty much the whole way through that. And um, after I finished that event, uh, I was supposed to go to the hurricane heat in Calgary and uh, participate. And uh, I got invited um, to just do photography for it and, and hang out with, with Chris Dewey and uh, Barnaby, kind of from the dark side of things, see the background. see I knew the platform, what was going on before it happened and, and all of that. And that gave me kind of a, a new lease on life, let's say, for creating something. It wasn't so much about an OCR event as it was, let's, give some something to people that they don't know what's coming next. They don't know how to necessarily prepare for it, but let's see how we can push them past their limits. And I loved every minute of it. Um, as I'm sure Adam can agree, he loves doing that. And Jonathan, Cookie and Fuel, and whoever you talk to, it's great being on that side. Um, so I came out of that, and my race season was, was over at that point. I, I didn't race at all because of my foot. And uh, a little bit later on in the season, uh, Johnny Waite gave me a call and asked me whether I was going to be racing in uh, like this year. I said, I really didn't know. I've done a pretty good number on my foot, to say the least. And uh, he asked me if I would be the head official for Western Canada um, for start at the time. And I agreed to do that position. And it led into assisting uh, Van Hodges, um, the staff, and his hurricane heat and his 12-hour, uh, the one at Red Deer and the one at Calgary. 
really great. I got lots of experience from that. It was kind of a no-brainer to do our own events, to launch them forward. Hearing from the inside about the corporate constraints and the things that they were and weren't allowed to do and things that not only, I shouldn't only say corporate, because that's not completely true. There's also a lot of things that venues won't let you do. Yep. You know, they've, they're worried for their own insurance purposes. Well, we're not so worried on our own land, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, so you're, you know, it's your land you're willing to bend and break a little bit, right? You know, there, there's always that. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've tried helping people, you know, run races, like, like put together races as well. And you know, that's always been the, well, you know, we, we can't do that or the place we're doing it at won't allow us to make this big hill or we wanted to do a slide and we can't do that. But, you know, you do it on your own land and it's, well, it's basically your own arse that you're putting on the line. Um, yeah. Sometimes you're well, willing to do it just did. to make it bigger, bigger and, you know, maybe even move on, right? And, and get bigger bigger at it yeah. too. Because so. that was a big thing when I did Hawaii in <clears throat> Spartan in 2018 when they canceled because of the hurricane yep. and everyone was pissed. And it's like, it wasn't really Spartan. It was literally the the venue said, hey, if there's a hurricane warning, we don't do anything. So we're done. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what a lot of people don't think about. These these venues do put limits on what people can and can't do. And, you know, people don't think about that. So, and speaking of the foot injury, I mean, you're talking to a guy who uh, tried to do a Hawaii trifecta with a broken foot. So it yeah. did not go well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not fun. It's Break a hand is one thing. Break a foot is a whole different ball game. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm three years into a broken foot, and I've gained almost a hundred pounds, and still trying to figure out how to run again. And that's been one of my biggest issues. Is you know I, I did some major damage to my foot, and it's just like you know trying to come back from that is so difficult. So I, I know how, I feel you on the foot issue. Yeah, that that re-running on it is is the big one, and then. I think part of it becomes a mental game as well because you don't want to re-injure it again. I mean, we, yep. we all go out and we do we do our weekend warrior events and stuff like that, and you know, but you still have a regular life, and you know, I have a family to support and I have a, a career and stuff like that, and that's pretty hard to do on crutches or you know, in a in a robo boot or with no boot on at yep. all, like I did, which was even stupider. But <laughs> and you know, you do you do what you got to do, right? But you never want to re-injure it again. Yeah, no. What made you decide to start up your own fitness? Is it a company? Would you call it a company or just like your own little fitness group? Or, um, well, we have a, a gym here locally. I say we. Um, I'm a coach there. Um, my fiance and uh, her business partner. Um, they've been friends for a few years, and they did uh, a bunch of um, freebie workouts for forever. They did like a Tuesday night and a Thursday night, and then a Saturday morning workout locally for for people that they were friends with. And then a uh, a place came up for loose that was pretty much perfect. It was a Taekwondo gym at the time. And, uh, nice size, about 2,600 square feet, good for a functional fitness facility. The pricing was good on it for the lease. And we kind of just went ahead and pulled the trigger, starting up a gym here in town. So we do basic functional fitness stuff. I don't want to say CrossFit because it isn't CrossFit, but um, I run a Spartan SGX uh, style program uh, dedicated towards OCR racing. Um, our business partner, Todd, he is a kettlebell competitor for Team Canada. Not sure where he's ranked right now. I, I believe he was fourth in the world last year. Um, big dude, swings big bells around. So we do kettlebell stuff. 
at the gym as well. She's a personal trainer. She runs the gym during the day. Um, yeah, that's that's us. It's Swanson Mountain Fitness. It's a small little, small little gym. Big heart. Pretty driven. Pretty good. Nice to have. Did you say kettlebell competition? Yeah. So he's he's a what kettlebell is that? So, what is that? Um, so so kettlebells. Um, it's kettlebell sport is what it is. Um, so there's. Uh, a few different like motions or exercises, I guess we could call them, um, that they'll go up and they'll do on a platform for 10 minutes. So just imagine anything you've ever seen anybody do for swinging kettlebells, whether it's jerks or cleans or long cycle, and getting up on a platform and doing it a bunch of, in front of a bunch of people for 10 minutes straight with perfect form, and either your reps count or your reps don't count. So he's competed on the world stage for Team Canada for don't want to say how many years, but I know three for sure. Um, he's very good at it, incredibly good at it. It's, it's amazing watching him swing the bells. It's impressive. So I know he's the ones he's working with right now I can use for farmer's carry, but I wouldn't dare ever try and swing them above my head. <laughs> and he does it, and he makes it look, to say the least. So, it, it's so we do amazing. that at our gym, too. It's amazing how many different things fitness has. I, I, I knew kettlebells were a thing. I didn't know there was a competition for them, and I've already pulled up a bunch of little YouTubes, and I'm already scanning through them here, and, you know, it's, it looks nuts. It's, you know, it's nothing like CrossFit, like you said, but it kind of is. It's like set, you know, I'm just kind of skimming through this, so I don't know anything about it at all, but, you know, it looks like it's just like set little... You know, movements like you said and then if i skip through it they're doing some more stuff and it's like combat like just repetition over and like just doing different things and i guess there's form involved and that's just nuts but you know yeah it's pretty crazy i think uh i'm not sure what the gym is but it's west coast warehouse i could be wrong on that i don't know a lot about the kettlebell end of it but seattle does have a competition locally um i know we're putting on another competition in our gym for kettlebell second or third it's on the may long weekend um, so they're doing a competition there, and Victoria, ha- uh, Victoria BC has a competition, and Nanaimo BC does, and so does um, somewhere in Vancouver. There's one as well. So it's pretty big. Like it's it's not a small sport, but it's not very not a lot of people know about it. It's got a big yeah. following elsewhere. So he's he's gone and he's competed in Russia and Ireland, all over the place. Yeah, so he competes for Team Canada. He's very good at it. So we do that at the gym as well. Nice. So what's uh, what's the next step for you guys? Uh, as a gym, or well, for you, what what do you see? Like, what what do you want to what, what do you want to add on or you know, move into? Or well, we're uh, well, we got our great events started this year. Um, so our our business partner Todd, who owns the gym or owns the gym with us, brings uh, kettlebells. His property that we're using, he's also a logger. So we're going to start preparing out there at the property to build a permanent OCR. We are working towards, uh, hopefully, right where our gym is, there's about a 5,000-square-foot piece of outdoor property that is part of our lease that we're going to transform into an outdoor OCR training facility right at the gym. Uh, what else do we have on the go? Um, I'd like to team up with an unnamed OCR group that I've been kind of talking to about bringing their races locally here. I'm looking towards a Red Path Performance Quest event in Mexico later this year. 20 towards the death race. So that's my my future in the next two years. Very busy. Lots going on. You got anything there, Mike? I muted my <laughs> headphone and forgot that I <laughs> muted it. <laughs> no, that... <laughs> Every once in a while, there's background noise, noise from my side, so I've been trying to figure out how to mute the headphones. I just figured it out. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? 
Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, Plus, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. So, um, the death race, I mean, have you, done, have you tried one before, or is this a new thing you're going for? It's a new thing. I wanted to go in 19, but when I broke my foot in, in 18, that kind of ended the thoughts of that. Um, I don't know. It's always been, it's actually funny. I saw long before I did my first Spartan race, I seen on 16 by 9, which is kind of like 60 minutes or whatever, um, a interview with three racers from Canada that were going to the death race. And little did I know when I watched it then that I would now be friends with Johnny Waite. Um, he was one of the people that was interviewed in it. And uh, when I seen it, I thought to myself, well, geez, that would be really fun to go and, and attempt someday. We say attempt because you can say you're going to finish, but who knows with what they throw at you. But uh, that's that's my goal 2021 is to attend that. I got a few friends going this year. I wish I was going too, but what it is. It's always funny how like people in our doing that do this kind of thing, we look at that and say it would be fun to do that. And other people are looking at us like, you're insane. I, I get a I mean, lot of really crazy yeah. looks at our gym from people that come there. They're just, you want to go do what? Why? Why not? That's usually the biggest thing I say is why not. So Yeah, right? That's you know, the best answer. Because I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I get the same. You know, I've brought I've I've brought a couple of our friends into the fold, and then the other ones are just like, yeah, no, thanks, I'm good. Um, you know, that's why even like there was talk of an urban tough mudder coming through Vancouver, and I was like, well, maybe you know, if you don't want to get all muddy and get electrocuted or whatever, you can go do that one. You know, it's it's a lot easier, or just do a Spartan. You know, like the the Stadion kind of series, or. You know, now the new one that they're even bringing out, uh, the Decathlon, or what, what it is. is that one on the east coast of the U.S.? City Challenge? City Race? Something like that? Oh, I think we've had a city race here in Vancouver. Um, I actually saw Not one really. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of fun and different. I mean, um, I go out to Alberta and do uh, the X-Wear events. Darcy puts on an awesome event and tons of fun there. And, and one of the things he swears by is, is no mud. I mean, there's been mudded events, but not of his own doing. There's no mud pits. There's no, you know, nothing like that. And it's a ton of fun. So it's it's kind of interesting to go do some events that aren't based around that. It's a different type of challenge. Yeah, it also depends on the people's grit and weather as well. Like, you know, I'll be I'll be the first to say that I'm I'm a wuss and, you know, I don't like being cold. So showing up to events when it's cold out and it's rainy... I don't like hopping in the freaking mud pits most of the time. And it takes me a little bit of jumping around and, you know, psyching everyone else out just to finally get myself to that point. But, uh, yeah, you know, like it brings something different. Like if, if you don't have that, then maybe it's going to be just that much more fun. So you can just push yourself a little bit harder as well. Right. So. it's, well, it's a little... And that's kind of what I like about multiple events is the, like you said, different challenges. It's, you know, I've done a lot of, you know, the Spartan events. This year was the first year I did a Tough Mudder because I never wanted an electric shock, but I did it anyway this year. And it's it's the difference. You know, I, I got tired of, not to sound bad, but Spartan is a cookie-cutter race. It's the same race, just different terrain everywhere you go. And I wanted something different because I was 
I was bored. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and that's what I like about, you know, the whole Sagittarius, you know, idea of different different ideas, different brains is I, I like seeing those other races and I like the, you know, BeastNet and Beast has really pushed for a, a run local thing this year. So that's, that's, you know, different races and keep it, mix it up. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say about the electrocution with Tough Mudder. That's exactly why I've never gone to Tough Mudder. <laughs> you can bypass but, uh, it. But, that's true, you, but, but I that's never, the point. I would never do that, though. So. That's my problem. Is that's what everyone told me. You can bypass it. I'm like, but then I have to do it. Mm. If I'm at the race, I can't look at it and say, well, I'm afraid of that, so I can't do it. It's I'm afraid of that, so I have to do it. And actually, what's funny is that was my biggest reason for never doing one until this year. And then I went through it, and then we had some friends that were like afraid to go through it. So I actually walked back and went through it a second time and stood in the middle trying to talk them through it while I was still getting zapped. And it was like, it was all of a sudden, it's like the second I knew my friends needed help, it's like everything, the whole fear of electrocution went away. And I'm like, whatever, it's a couple shocks, I'll be fine. Yeah. I've done nine Tough Mudders now, and I've done electroshock therapy eight times. Um, I was like, after the first one, they say, now that you're Legionnaire, you can bypass it. And there was even a couple races where there was a different Legionnaire finisher. So you would bypass it and go do the other thing. Well, I did both. Um, what was it two years ago in Seattle? I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm cold. And you know, the weather's not the greatest, uh, whatever. I'm just going to bypass it. Cause there's a line. Um, but as I bypassed it and as I was walking away, no one had gone through it yet. Everyone was standing there. No one was going through it at all. And I just looked at my wife and I'm like, I, I have to go back and do this. And she's like, really, you're going to go do it. I was like, yeah. So, I went back and it hit the hardest that I've ever had electroshock hit. Like when you go through there, it dropped me to my knees. Usually you go through it and it's at some of them, it's just a little tiny muscle twinge. That's it. It's like you had a little spasm, nothing, nothing at all. Um, but yeah, it was just it, going through it. And then everyone ran through it after that. So it's like, you know, sometimes it just takes that one guy to go through it. But believe me, if that is the only reason you're not going to go and do it, go because yeah. It's over so quick that you'll never even know. You you know, you can do one of two ways. You can get a little freaked out and kind of walk through it really slowly, and then it's going to hit you a lot harder because you're going to get hit that many more times. Or you can just run through it, and you may not even get hit, like, zapped once at all, all the way through it. So well, just, maybe we'll, maybe we'll it. bring a team from the gym down there this year. No, you it's should. Don't just say it. maybe. Let's Let's do it. Let's get you down there. And, you know, this this will be how I get to meet you this year at one event, because I only really get to local ones, unfortunately. So come to Whistler and we'll run the dang thing together. But what weekend is Whistler this year? Do you know? Oh, you know, if you give me 30 seconds, I'll tell you I have it actually written down. Uh, My favorite thing to see, though, is the teams that try and go through as a group. It's like you realize now you've just opened up. Now there's four people's like skin contact. So all of you are getting shocked way more than if you just went through by yourself. It's uh, June 13, 14. Um, oh, look at that. My schedule is free that weekend. Oh, so, darn, eh? Perfect. No, uh, well, not darn. We get to meet and we'll go do it together. There you go, right? Yeah, no, yeah. the EST isn't so bad. Like if somebody else is getting zapped, you're not technically going to get zapped because you need the two points. But electroshock or the... Um, operation you definitely do because you're in the water and the way they've wired it up is that you'll get zapped too but 
you know, you you can still feel it in the water going through the lake, especially if they hose the thing down. You know, there's usually a mud pit in the bottom of it, and then you know you're you're out of luck. <laughs> so if you find the dry spots, you're good. But uh, just just go through the middle. You're good. You know, I've I've just walked through it so many times. You know, people are like, how do I do this? How do I do this? And it's like. I just get there and I'm like, this is how you do it. And you just walk on through it like you own the place and come out the other end and keep going. You know, it's, 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 it's mental. It's, it's a mental thing is, is all it really is. Um, there's only been, you know, it was this year that I didn't really go through it. And I just wasn't kind of feeling it. And my, my wife went through before I did and she broke down a little bit going through it. And I just, I was there to, to support her afterwards. And I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to skip by it this year, but you know, my daughter was out there on the microphone telling everyone they could get through it. And she's like seven years old. So she's, you know, she's owning the world. She's like, you guys got this. And everyone's going through it. And Clinton's telling people, you know, you got this. And again, it's, it's mental. You, you'll see people standing there for 20 plus minutes trying to psych themselves up to go through it. Oh yeah. And they go through it and they're like, that was pretty cool. I, I liked that. That was good. You know, I'm not going to say it was my favorite obstacle of the day, but I made it through. I got over the mental portion of it. And it wasn't so bad. I don't know what I was scared of. It's your wife's fault that I finally did it. <laughs> Jerry's been bugging me for like two years to go do a Tough Mudder. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> so the one that I, I, I hated, and I'll be honest, the one I was worried about the whole time was the electrocution. And the one I hated was, what was it? Arctic enema. <laughs> that is the worst <laughs> thing in the world. Fun too. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure my, my balls still have not dropped from that. <laughs> that was the coldest. I mean, I'm glad I have all the kids I ever wanted because, that, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> if you, Anyone who's listening, it's like a dunk wall times 30. It's cool. It's with yeah. very cold, icy water. And if you're, if you're brave enough to do the tougher wave, um, typically when you get there, they have bags of ice that you have to grab and carry to Arctic Enema, dump in it, and then go in. Even yeah. better. I know when we better. got there, there was chunks of there was chunks of ice floating in the water because the guy was dumping ice bags in the water. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this is bull. This this sucks. Yeah, that one always gets me. Uh, as soon as my chest hits, I I lock up. But uh, I've been able to do it a few times. Uh, yeah, it's tough. Me and cold water don't get along very well. Yeah, I'm from Canada. Cold water doesn't really bother me. I'm from Canada too, but I'm just a wuss. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I was I was doing hydro burpees in the lake in March last year. I got called out in a challenge and the lake was still part way frozen over, so I'm all right with cold water. It's fine. Wow. So. Yeah, no I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um Yeah. Was... I had something and it totally dropped out. What was it? She's killing me, right? Oh, oh yeah. So you, said, so you said June 13, 14, you're available. Awesome. Um, you've, you've, have you given the dates that you, for all of your events coming up? I think you kind of reviewed most of those. Uh, well, we've got February 29th and then May 9th, July 4th, and October 24th. But you can go to Sagita Endurance Series and need the full calendar um, of events, and that'll have all of the different brands so far this year lined up for off the top of my head, but I know it's more than 20. Um, yeah, and have a have a look at it. It's a pretty good, pretty good plan. It's a pretty good concept that Kiel came up with to bring everybody together, and it'll be a good time. It will definitely be a good time. What do you do outside of them, CR? Mm, it's awesome. I 
outside of Osier. Um, yeah. uh, I'm a fire protection pipe fitter by trade. <laughs> Jeez, so. no wonder you're doing all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, From so second I, uh, nature to a, you. I've got a pretty physical job. We work a lot of hours, pack a lot of heavy pipe. I've done that my whole life. Pretty much my whole life. I spent two years teaching my trade. But um, other than that, I've been on the tools the whole time. It's what I enjoy. It's what I do day in and day out. And I do a little bit of coaching at our gym at night program, and we'll see how it all comes together. A lot of hours. <laughs> yeah, you know, not but it's worth a lot it. of hours, not enough days, not enough hours in the day. That's true, yeah. It's all about scheduling your time, though. That's all. Make a plan, get it done. Definitely. Definitely. Scheduling, that's always the fun part. <laughs> so we are coming up on the hour mark. Um, is there anything that you would want to say in closing, in closing Ryan? Um, maybe just a piece of advice. Um, so this is something that Johnny is, Johnny Wade has always said. It resonates with me, and, and I like to say it to everybody when it comes to going and doing a race or you know going out on a Saturday morning to do something when you're tired or going for a hike or challenging yourself, no matter what it is, even in work or, or whatnot, right? It's, it's going to be Tuesday anyway. So, you know, it's, it's Saturday, it's late, you're whatever, mile 12 on a beast. You don't feel like going on. Your knee hurts, your ankle hurts, whatever it may be. You feel like you're going to pull the plug. It's going to be Tuesday anyway. Why didn't you finish? Or how did you? Those are the two questions. Which one do you want to answer? Why did you go do that event? Why did you pull the pin? Or did you go do it? Did you have fun? Did you hike that hill? It's going to be Tuesday anyway. So no matter what you do on the weekend, Tuesday is still coming. That's not going to change, no matter how horrible it is. So that's that's just one of the things that's always been in my mind, Tuesday anyway. I I can tell that came from... Our events are on weekends, so Tuesdays anyway. That's exactly right. I can tell that came from Johnny. I I don't know him very well, but I I did meet him up there at the top of the... uh, the top of the hill in Sun Peaks, not not Challenger, but right at the top, the top of the world, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, where he was basically pulling everyone off because it was getting to be too late at the end of the night. And um, you know, the uh, gentleman that I was with, he wasn't. He was just down the hill too, and he came up, and Johnny's like, "You guys are off," and somebody else came up, and she's like, "No, this is my trifecta. My for my trifecta, I have to have this." And my buddy was like, "Well, I guess if we're done, we're done." And Johnny's like, "Well, are you guys done?" And my buddy's like, well, I don't know. I, you know, I think I'm done. I'm like, dude, no, you're not done. He's like, well, I guess if he says I'm not done, I'm not done. And Johnny said, you know, Johnny was just like, I can take you guys down the hill now because that's what I'm here to do. Or you can just book it and stay in front of my truck the whole way down in the hill. And I won't be able to knock you off because you're in front of me. So what's it going to be? Like, well, I guess we're going to be in front of your truck the whole way down that hill. And, you know, that's what it ended up being. We got like, we got a, a little bit ways down the hill and he caught up to us and, you know, make a long story short, he basically said, you know what, I'm not going to let you guys finish. If you guys want to finish, I'm going to walk you down this hill. And he did. He walked us down and he radioed ahead and, you know, got the fires happening again for us. And we were the last few people across the the, the finish line. You know, if you look at that day, we were... For the open, we were the absolute last two people on that list. There was only about four people after us that finished, but they had started later in the day. We started on the first go, and you know we were down the eleven and a half hours. I think we were on that mountain. But Johnny just 
It's just amazing how he's like, you know, he basically left it up to us, you know, like, yeah, he even said they're going to kill me by the time I get down to the bottom of this hill if I don't take you down. But if you want to get if you want to finish this race, you're going to finish this race, you know, but there's stipulations. You have to stay in front of me. And that that's what was pretty awesome about it. And that's what's awesome about, you know, when you get those those people like that, because, I mean, for me, I have a similar story, but it's with Steve Hammond (laughs) and it was Montana in 16 where. Where, you know, my group, we were hurt, we were beat, we were destroyed, and Hammond was the sweeper, and he caught up to us, and he's like, and one of the girls in our group, Stevie, looks at him and says, you can do what you want, but we're finishing this race, you're not pulling us off this mountain. And he looks and says, that's the best attitude, everyone behind you quit, let's go. And he stuck with us for the last three miles, and just let us finish the race, and it, it was amazing. So, a lot of times it's your attitude, it's like you said. Tuesday's going to happen anyway. What story are you going to have? Yep. Exactly it. Awesome. That's awesome. I love that. So did, did you have anything else you wanted to say, Vic? Uh, I'm good, man. I um, keep probably everyone here forever just, you know, talking OCR stuff, but um, you know, people don't want to oh, listen yeah. to that. So <laughs> I think we've kept <laughs> Brian and enough. And, you know, thing is, is we can always come back for more, right? So yeah, yeah. Anytime, guys. And we, we would, we definitely will have to after your your event in uh, February 29th. He said we'll definitely have to do another episode where we talk about how the event went and yeah. get everyone excited for your next one, so that we can make sure that we're promoting your events and getting people out to these these local events. So that's awesome. I look forward to it. Well, thanks for listening to me. So, Apple, it's been fun. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Well, right. thank you both, gentlemen, and to the listeners. We'll see you next time. Here's night. Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon, then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beat OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastsOCR.org.